this uh, setup. Alright. My check, my check. Okay. Let's get it popping, shall we? Alright, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. This is another episode of Dissect the Dialogue. Your host, Eric Terrans. This is episode, I'm forgetting these episode numbers, but I believe it's 38. Could be wrong though, but let's just keep it like that. Let me turn this down. Ah, another week gone by, another week of crazy events from fighting drones to what's going on. Uh, people keeping tabs on who Lori is screwing. Not that we care about that. Like, who actually would care about... I always thought that was weird, like, how people just keep up with celebrities nowadays. It's like, these people do not care about your well-being. So why would you care about them? Like, I, I don't know, I just... You know, you like every, it's like every other day, like, you see a news story about a celebrity... You see what they're doing. You see what they're, uh, what they bought. You see what they eat, even though none of them look like they ate uh, uh, in about a few, like a year or two. They all just look the same. Even like these models, these IG models, like they all look alike. They all go to the same doctors. They all have the same, you know, hairstyle. They all have the same makeup, the same type, the way that they talk. Everything's just carbon copies of one another. But speaking on food, <laughs> speaking on food, I'm in the grocery store, right? And I'm just doing my usual, you know, every time I get, you know, get paid, uh, you know, got to get some groceries for, you know, for the month. So I'm in the grocery store, walking around. I'm noticing just everything just up. Everything's up. Everything just randomly up out of nowhere. Everything's up. I'm looking to get some eggs. I'm like, oh, I'm thinking, oh, I forgot. I need some eggs for the house, you know, because usually my normal, you know, little breakfast is usually. So I'll, I'll break down. I'm, I'm exposing myself. Maybe they'll make like a daily routine of uh, what I eat. Probably put that somewhere. Uh, in a PDF or something like they did a Hunter S. Thompson or some somebody Elvis or some stuff. But usually my breakfast is usually two biscuits, maybe either turkey sausage links or turkey sausage patties. I may have some grits with it. And I usually have eggs, sometimes scrambled, sometimes over easy, but preferably scrambled. Anyway, I go there, get my eggs. I look at the price, I get like a dozen, maybe medium dozen large. I look at the price. This shit said four dollars and like fifty something cents for a dozen eggs. I'm like, damn, do I gotta like make a farm and start moving, you know, eight balls of 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 you know uh what's that who's that uh what's that goddamn chicken from that Looney Tunes? Fargon Leghorn? I gotta I gotta start moving you know, that shit around to start uh, eating, making money. Cause I don't know, just not even just the eggs or just everything. Like, I don't know, ever since, you know, 
You know, gotta if you want to. I mean, nobody wants to blame Biden, but if you go shit, might have to this time because ever since the stimulus stuff, ever since he passed that stimulus, he's like, yeah, uh, everybody got their money, but I'm just thinking to myself, man, and it had to be in you know the inner city, you know, urban communities that he gives it to, and then they just blow that shit with ease. And then I just look back thinking, you do know that he's gonna make y'all pay for that in some form of way. You just you just don't know how you're gonna pay it back, but he's gonna make you pay it back. And one thing you know, gas is up, food is up, and rent is up. But back to the food. I think food is 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 a vital importance of our just life in general. You know. Because food doesn't have to be physical. Because food is, you know, what you what you put in your body, what you digest, what you take in. But in this case, I'll say the physical sense. From the food rising, food food changing, you know, billionaires like Bill Gates, you know, buying different farms and buying different parts of land in all these states and then having control over that, telling us that it's going to be another pan pandemic coming soon. And people still think that it's not planned and that it's not scripted. You still got people thinking that. But I think the way we eat, I think it's a big deal. But then you start questioning all the stuff that is made in, in the food that we eat. Because regardless of all these, you know, rich guys buying up everything, trying to take, you know, all the resources away from us. There's even even from, you know, in the quote unquote hood in every hood there's always like a Chinese spot. Even the food there, even the stuff that we think. It's like a good, I don't even want to say a healthiness, but I guess what we consider, like, I guess a balanced diet, eating Chinese food. Some of the meat that's considered meat isn't really the meat that we grew up eating. Like, that's not real beef. Like, I seen like a video the other day. I seen two videos. They actually had a packaging of what was supposed to be like, the you know, how they process meat through certain restaurants. They bring in your beef. They bring in this and that and the third. It was Sylvester the cat in that bitch. Then, second video, it was goddamn Pinky in the brain. and On a platter. So you got a cat and a rat being served to you, but we thinking it's goddamn chicken and beef and all this shit. So my question is, what is in our food? Who is making our food? What is being processed in our food? Because there's a lot of stuff that's swept under the rug. We're just been conditioned to eat all this stuff. And then, not even just that. People fighting over what's considered healthy, what's not. I won't tell you. I I don't know if y'all believe in this. But there's this thing called a blood type diet, right? So basically what a blood type diet is, is basically whatever your blood type is. I don't know if y'all could just check it out, go to your doctor, get it done somewhere. I don't know where you want to go. Black market, whatever. 
wherever you go to get some tests done, go there to get your blood type. But anyway, basically what the blood type is, is whatever blood group you belong to, uh, they say best bet is probably uh, your dad would be a good example of what your blood type is. Whatever your blood type is, it's based on what you consume. Excuse me. So whatever your blood type is, that's what you basically consume. I'll pull up a list. Now, they say people with, let's just say type A blood. Let's just say that. Let's just say a, a, a type A blood diet, right? Now, they say people with a type A blood diet is basically vegetarian. So for the most part, people with type A, you know, not not the ones that want to fake being vegetarians. I mean, actual vegetarians because it's in their blood, right? They mostly deal with, you know, stuff dealing with veggies or stuff that uh, deals with, you know, low in fat, all that stuff. Basically just eating vegetables, no meat, right? Uh, B blood type. Uh, it varies. Let's just say it varies. Uh, meat and dairy is included. Um, if you don't, it's like not eating to your blood type. Viruses can grow and all that stuff. So the B blood type varies. It kind of wavers. Now, AB is exactly what it is. You know, AB mixing together. You know, sometimes you could be heavy veggie or heavy meat and dairy, just depending on how you eat it, per se. That's basically how it is. Now, O is just strictly just protein or meat-like, right? I think the reason why we have a lot of diseases, especially in our community, you know, a big thing, uh, uh, everybody wants to big up obesity now. Obesity is the new, you know, it look. You know, you got Calvin Klein models that's 500 pounds, you know, talking about they're pretty. They can have their, their legs about to fall off uh, their damn bone, but they think it's pretty. The reason why people, in, I know people are listening, what, is it, what does this have to do with food or not? I think with food, it has something to do with our development. Eating the right foods and digesting the right stuff actually helps, you know, builds up whatever strength we have in our body. And if you put in the wrong stuff, it'll act a certain way. Well, that could be anything. I could eat McDonald's and I won't have no problems with my body. Okay, granted, I get that. True. But you're not supposed to eat just junk food and not do nothing about it. It's okay. If you want to eat junk food, if you want to eat fast food, fine. Eat that. But the key is to not. The problem is people think that just because they eat something and they don't gain weight or they don't, they don't have any diseases or anything wrong with them that they think they're just supposed to sit around and just let it fester and think like, oh, well, nothing's wrong with me. No, it's cool if you eat that. If But make sure that it fits your blood. That's another thing people don't understand. Make sure it fits your type. Make sure the food that you eat 
goes with what you know your body likes. I always say this all the time. Your body is your first doctor. People always want to go to doctors and see what's wrong and what's this and that and third. You go with what your body likes. I'll make an example. I stopped drinking milk since... I'm going to stop drinking milk. I've stopped drinking cow's milk like around 2019. Ever since then, I've been... Well, I don't really drink milk on a regular, but... I may have messed with soy milk, but drinking cow's milk, I've stopped drinking that. I mean, I mean, people of a melanated skin shouldn't be drinking dairy, period. But anyway, um, I've stopped drinking cow's tit milk <laughs> ever since uh, 2019. Cow, cow's milk, goat's milk, mouse milk, whatever type of milk. I've stopped drinking that since 2019. I'll tell you why. Every time... Well, when I got older, every time that I would drink it, sometimes I would mix it with oatmeal. Sometimes uh, tastes a little different, but I noticed that when I eat like stuff like oatmeal with milk in it, or sometimes when I when I used to eat cereal occasionally and put milk in it, I noticed that my stomach would start turning. You know, start feeling like I start getting like light, sharp pains after I drank it. Then when I start started drinking soy milk, you know, or just started drinking juice, like, like sometimes juice in the morning or maybe even water, I noticed that I'm starting to feel better. Another example, certain, I say, I'm not going to say I don't eat, I cut pork out of my diet 100%. I say maybe like most of my diet that consists of pork and maybe like a small percentage, but stuff like a pork chop or certain ribs or like, uh, let me see. I'm trying to think of more pork stuff I can think of. Um, but just certain types of foods that deal with pork, I stopped messing with. And I noticed when I stopped messing with it, I started feeling lighter, started feeling better. Especially, you know, I mean, even with um, drinking, I don't even drink sodas no more. Because, you know, all the dyes and all the colors and all that. I stopped messing with that. I drink kind of like sparkling water because of my blood type. Now, a lot of people don't believe in that stuff, but I go, I believe in whatever is right for your body. That's what I think you should digest. But people will say like, well, I don't think it really matters what you eat. You're going to die anyway. Yeah, no shit. But I want to tr- at least go out peacefully with no diseases than be, you know, in my mid 30s, early 40s. Having to get my uh, limbs cut off because I'd rather eat something quick and fast instead of just cooking my food. But, you know, it's like you can lead that horse to water, but you can't make him drink. I think a lot of times, and I may have said this before in previous shows, I think a lot of times, especially in my community, you know, I'm trying to alleviate that word, but, you know, our community, uh, soul food was a big thing, you know, the origin of soul food. But, but what is, where did it come from? Where did it originate from? What, what started soul food? Let's pull it up. Okay. So to say soul food is an ethnic cuisine traditionally prepared and eaten by 
African-Americans, fake term, originated in the southern United States. Uh, it originated when the food that were given to black people by their white owners at southern plantations during the antebellum period. However, it was strongly influenced by the traditional practices of West Africans and, hmm, get this, Southeastern Native Americans, but we're not Native. Anyway, due to the historical presence of African-Americans in this region, soul food is closely associated with the cuisine of the South, although today it's become easily identical in celebrated aspects of mainstream American food culture. The expression soul food originated in the 60s when soul, quote unquote, was a common word used to describe black culture. So just to sum it up, everybody knows how soul food was pretty much scraps that the slave owners didn't want to even touch gave to us you know our ancestors whatever figured out the way to take pretty much what would be considered the bad crap you know of the of the you know the bad parts of whatever animal that they chose to eat at the time and then make it something kind of magical in a way which by a concept, I get. I think it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you know, you have a lemons, you make lemonade. You know, lemons is a very sour fruit, pretty, um, not really tasteful to the palate per se, if you eat it whole. But hey, get some lemons, get a little sugar in it, throw some, you know, extra little spaz to it, stir it up, chill it with some ice, and then boom, you have a good, you know, good refreshing drink. The problem is not a lot of people drink lemonade on a consistent basis. You know why? Because lemonade is full of sugar and all this different type of sweeteners and it's bad to just consume every day. People that drink lemonade, it's kind of like Kool-Aid, you know, very sweet drinks. No, not to drink that all the time. Sugar could be a thing that you could just, you know, drink every once in a while, just like soul food. It could be a thing you could drink. I said soul food. You can drink soul food. Soul food can be a thing that you eat every once in a while, but it can be a normal thing. It's okay to have like a time where you can just like, you know, kind of spoil yourself. I don't think there's nothing wrong with comfort food. I don't think there's nothing wrong with spoiling yourself. I don't think there's nothing wrong with, you know, going out and like, you know, making stuff like that. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's a problem that people think like it kind of reminded me of a video I saw. When a woman in a restaurant, probably a soul food restaurant, has some yams and was putting like, I'm exaggerating, but tons and tons of sugar and bunch of cinnamon and just like, it's not even that necessary to put that much in there. And then people wonder why people in our race have like the highest amount of, you know, uh, high blood pressure, diabetes, all that stuff. Well, it's in our DNA. No, y'all have bad eating choices. Y'all rather spice up and sweeten up everything because it tastes good than rather than just eat stuff just because it, it's, it's good for you. We're so focused on what tastes good rather than what makes us feel good to our body. And then you see the results and you see the statistics. That's why you have like a big mama where she got to get her leg cut off because of that, this, that, and the third. But, you know, another one of those can't tell everybody this because they think whatever, whatever.
But is there a purpose for this? Is population control a factor for it? I mean, there's always different, been different factors of population control. I think so. There's always through like through time immemorial. From the Cotton Sopranos, but since time immemorial, there's always been, you know, a theory like, oh, certain things. What are some population control methods? But what is it supposed to be? What is what is it? What's its purpose? They say it's the practice of artificially maintaining the size of any population, uh, the act of limiting the size of an animal so that it remains manageable. So the problem is with people that's in higher ranks is that when they see that there's too much individuals roaming around, it could be chaotic at times. A lot of people moving around. Not enough living facilities, not a lot of jobs, not a lot of money to be handed out when they get older. So these people think of certain methods to kind of, you know, neutralize, as they say. But let's but they want to do it in like a way where it's not their fault, you know, as a a quote from. Well, I wouldn't even say. Well, yeah, Alistair Crowley, uh, he has this theory called Do Without Wilts in one of his books. Basically, what it means is you can do as you please. You can do whatever you want to do. But as long as nobody gets hurt by your hands or you don't kill nobody. Or you don't, you know, cause destruction by any sorts. You're pretty much fine. Just do what you want, but just don't hurt nobody. So what's a good way to do it? Poison the food. Like, what's the, the, the quickest way? Poison the food, you know, tamper with, drug, with the drugs, mess with the air, um, control the programming on TV shows and movies. Hypnotize people with you know with the programming, make them become violent, temperamental, volatile, and people can do that in food too. You think there's a coincidence why stuff like a chicken sandwich from Popeyes can make a bunch of people act like Neanderthals? Their whole common sense just snaps out. And to act like they're not even human sometimes. You don't think that has anything to do with the food or what's being pushed out to them? It has everything to do with that. They do it through the food. Something you wouldn't think is a big deal. It's kind of like... Um, <clears throat> What documentary was it? It wasn't What the Health. I mean, What the Health was a good documentary. But every, if you haven't seen Super Size Me, it's a, real, it's a classic documentary. You know, the guy that uh, ate McDonald's for a month and uh, pretty much talking about um, the uh, transformation of what happens if you constantly 
eat this amount of food, blah, blah, blah. Now, I had my theories on it. It's like, now, as a kid, <clears throat> I'm thinking, oh, I'm never eating McDonald's again. Then as an adult, I'm thinking, okay, sure, his body could have changed. Sure, his body could have reacted a certain way. But one, I mean, it's not like he was working out. It's not like he was doing nothing about it. Which also brings me into another thing, too. What is really unhealthy food? Because... Just because someone's a vegetarian doesn't mean they're healthy. I think that's people's misconception of what's considered healthy and unhealthy. People think because you eat strictly this food that all of a sudden... Not every vegan's healthy. Not every vegetarian's healthy. Not every person that eats meat is unhealthy. It just depends on how you eat and how you... You know, what you put in your body and how you... You know, process it. A lot of people think that all meat eaters, you know, them vegetarians remind me of like liberals. It's like they want everybody to think they're good and like everything's all about them. But it, it gets really annoying sometimes. It's like, or like, you know, those people that all that, you know, when they come out as non binary or whatever, but they want everybody to know that they are. It's like, why do you care if people want to... Cool. You like giving dudes head. Okay, I don't care. Go somewhere else. Cool. You like eating celery. Great. Don't make me feel bad because I eat meat. Like, it's weird. Like, I don't care. Like, I remember when I was working at Walmart. I remember, I remember like, this was yesterday. They had, like, a recall of romaine lettuce. And I was thinking, like, wait a minute. So where are the vegetarians at that says like, oh, because every time when there's a recall, every day, every time when there's a recall, every time when there's a recall on certain meats, every time when there's a recall on certain meats, I see everybody trying to be all, well, yeah, because, you know, meat and what they eat and you got to thank the cow and what they eat. And that how somehow comes into me. When you eat a burger, you're thinking about that cow that was scared. And so the adrenaline rush. And so when you eat a burger, you start to feel it. But I thought everything had life. What about when you cut up that orange from whatever vine it came from? Or that when you yank that vegetable out of that root? What about that? Don't they have life too? What if the vegetable was feeling fear when it was being plucked by your hand? What about the pollution that spreads when it's pushed through, you know, those planes and it's spreading into the air? Because most of the pollution that spread, that's not from stuff moving meat. But, you know, you can't tell people that stuff because just like liberals and all these self-righteous <clears throat> social justice warriors that think everything's an attack on them. They think you're the bad guy. But just to sum it all up. 
it's nothing wrong with what you eat. It's nothing wrong with how you put stuff in your diet. Just know how. Know how. Know what you're putting in your body. Understand <clears throat> that everything has energy. You know, and when I say food, I don't mean physical. This I maybe mentioned physical, but certain times it could be what you listen to. Sometimes it can be something as soothing as this. <laughs> now, if you hear something like this, you may think, okay, it's a nice tune. You feel calm. You think everything's peaceful. But if I was saying stuff like murder, murder, kill, kill, this, that, and the third, that's bad nourishment. Just like the food. Something may look good, but inside of it's bad, you probably shouldn't tamper with it. Just like most people with religion a lot of times they read stuff that they think is the right things but then how they process it they still are themselves but they're not reading they're not practicing what they preach and I hate how you have those same religious people that want to shame other ones that actually are true to themselves. Sure, they might not worship the same deity you worship. Sure, they may not even worship one at all. But if they're happy, if they're living their lives, if they don't bother nobody, if their mission is to bring joy, or maybe just, you know, not even mess with people at all just the good in the world how how does someone's god just because they pray more than you do or pray less than you do have anything to do with just simply helping someone cross the street because it doesn't matter what you eat or what you take in it matters on what you do with it when, once you digest it. Just like with food. So when you pick the food that you want to digest and make sure that you actually put in the work as you digest it. But which food are you choosing to eat? Are you choosing stuff that's going to make you stronger? Or stuff that's going to keep you deaf, dumb, and blind? That's all for me tonight. Thank y'all for tuning in. If you're new, I'm on Spotify, Anchor, Apple. Shifting all platforms. And I'm also going to start subscriptions. I'll let you know on my IG page about news for that. 
If you're not new, just continue to share, continue to tune in and digest the right food. And I'm out. Peace.